0: Hello, my dear listeners, my dear listener. Can you hear the mighty roar? Can you hear the engines going? Can you hear the the, the whistle? Because I'm speaking with you right very nearby across from a train station. I moved houses two weeks ago. Kind of, yeah. uh, 15 days ago and right across from the train station that has like cargo that passes by and all that so there are a lot of noises no disruptive ones although if i leave the door open of the balcony it does get quite noisy but the the it's quite noise sealed so it's fine it should be fine should be fine this is a very direct microphone as well so i don't know if the that's capturing any of that um i mean it's white noise right either way Um been catching up with a few things um i catching up with the setting up of my place getting new jobs <clears throat> you know getting new new perspectives in life getting new um, going on new journeys and adventures sorry about that been enjoying it um there's my my my, my father's anniversary and i also have a wedding to attend to a couple hours from here a couple hours from here in distance and a couple hours from here in time as well because the 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 event is at 3 p.m so that's what i have going on Um pretty happy with all the moves that i that i was able to to pursue, I'm solving one problem at a time, at this point, um, had a bit of a rough patch during the last month or so, last two months, it wasn't a very fun existence, uh, but I'm getting perspective and seeing that, you know, whatever was uh, happening there, I'm able to get out, no one's out to get me or anything like that, you know? Sometimes you get that impression. It was just a lot of things at once. A lot of, like, final um, and dreadful things that happened at once, right? Uh, but they're not that dreadful. And uh I'm stronger than I thought. I have a mic stand now. You know, so I don't bump into the microphone every time. You don't hear the. Boop, 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 boop. So that's an improvement in, 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 improvement in um, production quality. I can use my hands more, I can probably elaborate more, talk with the hands, and, you know, I'm gesticulating a lot while I do this. You know, maybe it gets better. It's for sure something, you know, more, uh, it's for sure something interesting you know to get to a piece of equipment always helps you know it's nothing nothing, uh, nothing to be ashamed of um, let's talk about music let's talk about this thing that we do here usually almost 100% of the times i never did anything different from this i choose an album a random album that of course i've heard before it's been in my life some capacity. Usually, that capacity is liking the album quite a, quite a lot, quite a bit. Important records. Some some records I have more familiarity with. In, in, speaking in recent uh, recent terms, right? Recently, I've been listening to some stuff that's there. Um, there are very old stuff as well stuff that I haven't been listening to in, in maybe five or six years or so, you never know what you're going to get. That's the beauty of the thing. I, I don't know, you know. You know? You know? That's it. Okay. Let's uh, quit the pretend rapport with the audience audience, and get you the sorting of the thing. So out of 330, I did... 25 so we have 305 let's generate the number 23 a very uh, low number you know which doesn't mean anything doesn't mean shit. okay 23 is Connie West 88s and heartbreaks which keeps a thread going here because I've, I've I've talked about uh the college dropout before probably has some continuity over there with those uh with those two albums because they are not very very spread between them but also they are not immediately after one another right so 88s idiots in heartbreaks kind of introduces a, a new phase uh, for Kanye, and subsequently also, hip hop in of itself—it's a very fundamental and very influential record for what we think about pop rap. At this point, of course, it already morphed into something else. Uh, during the, the those twelve years, twelve years, fourteen years, right—that this album has been released, has been in the public imagination. We've we saw, of course, the. With College Dropout, it was a response and it, it was probably a response, a very heavy response to the bling era, to the Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, um, L.A. type of rap. It was a response from the South for that type of L.A. oriented type of sound. Uh, the production, the g funk production and all that. Uh, Kanye came with a new sensibility for it, but pretty much within the same framework using funk using soul using r&b as his framework right in terms of sampling him as a producer doesn't doesn't necessarily fit the the the, the idea here to, sp- to speak about lyrically that's something else that's another discussion entirely although you know it's 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 possible to do it but that's not the point now with 88s and heartbreaks we see a departure, a pretty heavy departure in terms of what the the themes of the instrumentations are so we get a much more somber, and um of course the the title already thematically the title it's apt right because it says oh it's 88s which is a type of keyboard a type of a synthesizer very popular of course, in hip hop, in, in in old school hip hop, you have the the '88s pretty p- prominent, um, and heartbreaks so, because Kanye was going through some heartbreaks at the mo at that time. I think relationship wise and friendship wise as well, uh, it was a watershed moment for for the guy, right? For sure, you can see that in the discography. Um, with graduation, you have. A, 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 you have a similar approach but not entirely in terms of in terms of uh, in terms of this thematic substance of the of graduation it's more of a poppy it's more of a radio friendly record I believe that he saw a lot of success especially with uh, American Boy during the those summers that preceded the, the the release of graduation so American boy is a feature right that he did with stell it's a it's a song famous even to this day it's pretty famous so it's pretty ubiquitous so he probably went to that mind space so you have the the funky R&B soulfulness of the first two albums orchestration and soulfulness, softness you have a more poppy top top 40 approach with the second one which laid the pavement to lay the pavement whatever you know you know what i mean it paved the way it paved the way yeah that's the thing that's the that's the 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 expression still a bit early for the expressions to work properly so it paved the way to a lot of pop rap as well especially trap stuff you know when, when they they hyper it, it, they became kind of hyper trophy because of the the the, the wakani doing those those records there so but 88 is much more darker and although it's pretty poppy as well it does have that sensibility as well you, you can you can jam to the to the thing that's for sure it does have some 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 interesting beats all over it all over it and um it's a cool record to dance to let's say it's a dance club record uh, for sure but it does have that thematic the thematic um uh, distance with the production so it, it does say a lot of about loneliness a lot about being famous, but wanting a family. Quite famously, the, 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 I think it's the third song on the album that he compares like, oh, uh, you're showing, you showing me pictures of your kids, I'm showing you pictures of my crib, that's some stuff like that, right? Materialism and consumerism being analyzed by the lens of a, of a pop artist, of a rapper. I don't think a rapper had that type of theme up until that point I I don't don't think a rapper was capable of those thoughts I think even um, publicly right In, in, in song form you have some type of conscious hip hop and you have like honest hip hop being made up until that point but it wasn't the norm that a kid could be so vulnerable in the teams of the record, and it, it paved the way to talented creator Frank Ocean, Travis Scott, Kid Curry. Quite famously, was you know his first uh, encounter with Kanye on this record. I think uh, I think he ended up doing the Man on the Moon with Kanye and Common and all that. After this, I think I think Men um, on the Moon two. It's two thousand nine. Should check there, but I think I think that's the case. And um, so it's it's a really influential record for that for that reason, because if college dropout and late registration, they kind of cemented what could, could put an end to the blink era in a way. Because and they did right, because you don't have many substantial bling era records from that time usually ends with 50 cent usually ends with that uh, 23 kind of boom over there and then connie kind of changed all the he he did change everything and he gave space to talib khali he gave space to Mos Def, you know guys that o- were already established before him but him being such a such a a, a watershed moment again Right, Uh, being like very before Kanye and after Kanye those guys became even more prominent because they were doing kind of the same approach to the thing but not in a so satisfactory and revolutionary way as Kanye was doing uh, with the first album and then every single record was a new industry standard up until I don't know which 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 one might be the last one the really set standards you, you can probably argue the kids he goes it's a, it's a very but it's, it's a, everything was already established and became and it stayed established after you know not necessarily changing much in terms of production it's pretty much what he was doing uh, on 88s and Heartbreaks and and and, and, um, and, and My Beautiful Dark Twist Fantasy. That, that type of production, that type of approach, but with more maturity and all that. Less vanity, you know. But probably easy. Easy is a, is a, is a very good one uh, in terms of what he brought to the table, in terms of thoughts of what hip-hop is, right? And... Influenced the whole underground artist. He's very good at it. He's kind of like Tarantino in 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 a way, because he notices trends and he notices things that lay dormant in the in the in the culture. Things that happen, right? Uh, like like alternative hip hop guys like uh, clipping, or guys like uh, Death Grips or, or JPEG Mafia or uh, Uncommon NASA. Even LP, you know, the more the more greedy stuff from from LP, run the Jews and all that. He notices that type that, that that type of stuff. He elaborates on that. He packages with his signature. He makes his own uh, product, and he releases in a, in a way that's just undeniable the quality of the of the of the songs. Because he, I mean, first and foremost, and I don't think he himself whoever ever want to agree with that or think that that's the case but he is a producer like he where he's most talented at is as a beat maker he's truly 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 phenomenal at that lyrically very good has funny lines has thoughtful thoughtful uh, he's willing to be vulnerable he's willing to be artistic uh, that's undeniable uh, that's not up to debate the the consistency of the guy in in those in those terms in those uh, areas but as a beat maker I don't think there is someone even close to what he does as a hip hop fan as a music fan Connie uh, it's just yeah he's great. you have in the industry obviously you have very good producers Guru comes to mind as a very consistent they maker uh, and things that revolve around Kanye as well, right? Obviously, uh, being the, the 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 force of nature that that he is, but and, and that everything that I just said goes to the point of him packaging those styles that happen in in popular music don't get the popularity that probably they deserve and with him things get packaged in a way that is just great it's just great one more obvious example it's, it's i mean you, you can use the samples as an example of what works right but you think about stronger the song stronger uh, yeah, a very popular song up until that point, very very popular. Harder Better Faster Stronger by Daft Punk. He grabbed that song and made it into something that, at the same time, resembled the original one with the sample, but also was his his own thing. And that's what I meant by grabbing something that's dormant, because the song up in, uh, at that point, the song was what nine years old or something like that. It was ninety eight, I think it's the, um, I think it's the it it might be on discovery, so two thousand one right I think it's a discovery song the album discovery so and using the vocal mannerisms of the song and using the the robotic voice and 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 all that it was able to 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 make it its own the same thing with through the wire which the 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 chaka uh Khan song, pretty great song, but he made his own, you know, he made he's great at that. He's great at using voice. He's what a good filmmaker uh does with the eyes of the actors. So if you notice like many many uh, cinema editing and and, and and people that that work with that uh within that industry. They always say, follow the eyes, right? When you're editing something, always follow the eyes or keep the movement happening. But if you're working with actors, you're going to have to use the eyes to some extent. Um, It's it's impossible not to be drawn to someone's eyes when you're looking at them. A good editor uses either pointing of eyes or movement of eyes or expression of eyes to command a narrative, to just follow, follow a narrative up, right? He does that with voice, Connie. Once I know, once someone that I saw in a video, someone was discerning about that specific uh, notion, once i got myself awakened to the to the element of his production style everything makes sense right because uh he 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 really only uses like voices as an instrumentation he he, the the principle the uh, utmost principle of his style of production is the usage of voice his vocalization is uh either in a choir that's why he works so well his 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 work with the with the choir the Sunday Sunday service choir it's f- fantastic right and he has been doing that type of thing for a while now so um he always uh, b- most of the hip hop production starts with the with the breaks starts with the drums because that's where the 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 bars can be placed and all that he I don't know i don't have access to the guy personally, of course, but I assume that he he always starts to look for what the voice is trying to do in the melody the melodies of voices right, and then he builds up harmonies give it a listen with that in mind and 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 see how his choices the instrumental choices the instrumental choices how he always starts with the proximity to a a human voice i recommend the vox video because it's pretty it's pretty well explained there uh how then how they how they came about that conclusion and it's 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 interesting and it's something that should be applied to to any production, really. Because, again, the voice in music is the eyes in, in, in visual arts, right? Because you don't have a voice, of, of course, in visual arts. It's purely visual. In music, it's purely auditive. Um, so, but the voice is the eye. It's, it's, the, it's the vessel where all the feeling flows through. And it's really interesting how he does that. And, obviously, the guy is successful enough so that you can say, yes, he, he does his job very well, and he uses the technique unbeknownst, unbeknownst to him, I think. I, I don't think he, he even understands. I think it's so visceral, so in, in, intrinsic to his uh, being, like d- doing that type of work in the documentary, uh, the, 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 the genius documentary explains that well as well. He's technical, but he's... Always comes from um, that expression of human connection and voice and eyes and you know. With those more distant mediums, they, you know, you have an advantage if you use those elements well. So eighty-eight in heartbreaks, um, he has a very synthesized a very um, 80s approach because 88s were very popular in the 80s uh, as the name suggests but you have the 99s as well which it's, it's just a, it's just a branding right it's just the name of the synthesizer and becomes popular and and it becomes a, a whole thing um like the whole, if you open Logic and you look for the 88 beats, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. It's a... Right? That type of uh, that type of sound. Kind of muted, but also it, it, it glosses a little bit, you know? It's just, it's very, uh, it has a lot of texture to, to it. So, um, not his best album to... I mean, I, I don't think Idiots and Heartbreaks is his best album. I do believe that College Dropout is, of course, his masterpiece and will always be his masterpiece. Uh, the other ones come really close, though. But um, Really great record. In, in, in Speaking personal terms, speaking what that album means to me personally, it was the first hip-hop album that I ever uh, came about that I ever encountered, Uh, it was right when it was released, because I I, I do remember the indie community, which I was a little bit part of, because I was listening to um, Bon Iver, Beirut, r and those kind of things, Radiohead, uh, those kind of things, I was more to that, in in 2008, I was more to that thing, more of that style. And uh, it came true, and 88s and Heartbreaks was uh, a, a point of convergence between indie and hip hop. Because it was pretty much like, uh, oh, he's the Michael Sarah of hip hop, right? Because <laughs> comparing with Jaru and and, you know, fucking whatever, 50 Cent, he was kind of a soft, vulnerable soy boy, you know? Which is not the case at all, but in comparison and in retrospect, right? Let me drink some coffee here. This is coffee time. And I remember that appealing to me in a way. I said, oh, what is this? What is this trash? You know, what is this uh, silly nonsense here? Because I thought, you know, I thought Beatles and, uh, Radiohead were the, the the only things in in, in music because I was pretty much very uh, taken aback by their uh, by their stuff, songwritingly. Songwritingly? Fuck me! So in terms of songwriting, in terms of harmony, in terms of texture, you know, those uh, those artists were the, the 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 main ones at that at that point, and I came about that beautiful record. And it's an amazing record, Um, and it changed everything. It changed, it truly changed everything. I think for everyone that that came about, because they they came across it, right? Came about. This is not the right, no. This is not the right phrase or verb. Um, They came across it because it it was pretty much either people who were big fans of hip hop. Listened to that album, didn't like it very much, didn't understand what he was what he was doing with it. And eventually in the future, as Kanye progressed into his uh into this approach, because Dark Twisted Fantasy, it's a, a a way more vain and and caligula like you know approach to the production style that he started with eighty eight and heartbreaks. Right, those, those two albums are. You can pair them them two, and Easy, easy is it's uh, it, you know it's kind of a continuation of that vanity and Caligula-like thinking. His demise, his 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 defeat, right? Because then he got completely fucked after that um, mentally, right? It, it really he really um, just broke him. Anyway. You can see that in the documentary as well. Life of Pablo was. He was already broken up in, in that time. Yeah, he was already fucked. Um. Yeah, so that. that I, I, yeah, that's. I, I was saying exactly that, right? I, I, it was. It was what gave me the impetus to listen to hip hop more and more and more and more. Is the entry. Is the entry level Kanye? I think it's a it's a it's a good album to start with. If you never, I, I don't imagine anyone that never heard Kanye West before, and it will, uh, he or she uh, will hear. <laughs> if you didn't up until this point, I don't I don't think you will, right? It's just it's just what it is. Um, so yeah, pretty great record. Pretty fantastic production pretty fantastic imagination and exploration of themes, of loneliness, of um, how fame doesn't really mean anything. Fame doesn't, doesn't do anything for you, You know, luckily he, he became like a father after that. He, he was able to to create a family and be really happy for a while. With the, with the kids and all that and then everything went to shit and you know we that's where we are right now With we are leaving the Donda the Donda period right at this point cause uh, I think that the, the ghosts of his mom dying also his mom died this is the first album where his mom was was deceased um, so that's also part of the heartbreak, right, which he doesn't even uh acknowledges I don't think he even acknowledges. lyrically speaking, I don't think he even uh, mentions that as a as a thing like it was such a such a such a, such a big shake up to the guy you know the it, it took me it took him a while to just unpack that. Thing. And it's really touching. It's really, it's. Uh, I, I really recommend the documentary. For, I was having that conversation with a with a friend, while I was listening, uh, while I was uh, watching, it. My 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 previous re- my housemate and now a friend. Uh We were having that conversation like, oh, even if I never, even if I never listen to it, if I if I don't care about it like his career, his music, should I just watch it? And I said, well, if you watch it and you don't care about his career and his music, you will, (laughs) after you watch this. The documentary is really, really fantastic. Really fantastic. Especially the scenes with his mom. It's just, yeah, it's wonderful that that was able to be, to be captured. Uh, It's just so touching and it's so universal and, you can see just the pure fucking love that they had for one another. You know, it's uh, yeah. It makes me miss my mom. It makes me miss my dad, of course. Obviously, them they are a unit, right? So when I speak of one, I speak of the other as well. And um, yeah, it's just it's just amazing. It's just an amazing artist. Amazing body of work probably one of the most solid discographies that the music industry ever saw. Probably just second to to Radiohead obviously and and uh the Beatles you know you can argue. That's that's another thing. It's another another subject. You can argue about that. But yeah, love love the guy. Love the guy very much. With flaws and all, you know, I don't really care about flaws in my musicians i don't I don't give a rat's ass about that. I don't give a rat's ass. you know people can change people can change all right thanks for listening uh, lovely lovely to have you again. I'm going through a very nice phase of my life now. Let's see if I can keep that up and let's see why I ruin it. I don't know. Maybe something ruins it. Who knows? Maybe this is my last recording. You know, this is maybe this is my last thing. Maybe I die today. You know, you never know. You 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 have to be prepared for everything. All right. I appreciate your attention. And it it doesn't it doesn't uh. It doesn't go notice All right thank you bye